Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. And today I welcome Andrew Southwick to Author's Corner. He's written the book, More Than Reconciliation, Coming to the Table of Grace, and that is published by Bold Vision Books, and he'll tell you more about how to get the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Andrew. He is a pastor-turned-broadcaster, author, filmmaker, and musician. He served in churches in Washington, Florida, Connecticut, and Montana in roles ranging from music pastor, teaching pastor, church planter, and campus pastor. He's also assisted churches with revitalization efforts, mergers, and church health coaching. He has earned a master's degree in discipleship and church ministry from Liberty University and hosts a radio show on Salem Radio and is currently hosting both a radio and television show called Culture Crossroads on the BEK News Network. Andrew, thank you so much for your time with us today. Hi, Roberta. Thanks for having me. As I pick up the book, there isn't too much on the cover of the book that indicates the content having to do with the issue of racism in your book. Um, But you're trying to uh, get to people to see that racism and hatred can only be overcome at the foot of the cross. I take that quote from the back of your book, and I love it. So um, what led you to want to write this book? Unfortunately, things like racism, with everything being so political now in our culture, I wanted to write a, a book and help the church, equip the church to be able mm-hmm. to actually have an effective conversation that, that, that can produce real tangible change. And that's only going to come spiritually. That transformation is something that, that Christ does. Yeah. One, of the, one, of the, one of the gaps, I think, that, uh, that I noticed in, in my experience in the Christian church in America is that we tend to approach social issues from the world's perspective, from the world's home field. So, mm. for example, if the world says that different skin color means different race, then, and different race means different value, and different value means different opportunity, and mm. one is better, one is worse, we then try to say, well, no, you know, one, you know, everybody's the same, but we, we bring our petition from the world's perspective. Well, what was mm-hmm. God's perspective? If you look in Scripture, God didn't create races. He created humans. Right. And when the Bible talks about different people groups, it's using, it's using the word nation uh, or nations. Mm-hmm. The times when you see the word race noted there, it's, it is to note the separation, the holiness of God's people in comparison with those who are not God's people or God's children. So where Peter says in the New Testament, we, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, he's saying, listen, you, you are the elect. You are Christians. You are not of this world. That That is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that difference is only because of Christ. And so what I wanted to do, because we we tend to be afraid to talk about these things because we get called names, don't we? Mm-hmm. And we get we get canceled on social media. We get silenced. We, we alienate, you know, half of our congregation, et cetera, et cetera. We're politically sensitive and all these kinds of things. And I think we have taken that. Uh, we've so internalized that as believers that we've forgotten that we actually stand on the truth and we need to bring the truth to bear uh, to these kinds, of, to these kinds of, of discussions. Because the reality is this. We now have two generations of, of adults. So I was, I'm a 1980s kid. I'm in my 40s now. So I was about the last, I was the last generation, tail end of Gen X, that when we were coming up in school, we weren't taught that America is hopelessly racist and all white people are you know, guilty of white supremacy, no matter what. Mm. Our our kids now are. Mm-hmm. That is the framework that they in that 
with which they approach the world, which means that as they graduate college, as they enter the workplace, as they enter their late 20s and 30s, they start their families, that's how they see the world. But that is not what God created. And the Church has a unique opportunity to, to, to bring that light and bring that truth. But we can't do it from the world's perspective, because that's a losing argument. We need to do it from, from the position of truth. That's why I wrote the book. Well, and I really like the fact that you bring out the use of the word race versus nation. Uh, first time mm-hmm. I ever heard that was actually at a creation science uh, program um, many years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago uh, with Ken Ham. And he was, we are not different races. We are the human race, as you just said. So um, not everybody has heard it that way. So I appreciate you uh, clarifying that and explaining that. Um, so you talked about the uh, necessity of the church getting involved and doing it right. Uh, so how can churches help with this issue of merging people together and, and becoming one? The illustration I use in the book is, is the table of grace. The title of the book, More Than Reconciliation, Coming to the Table of Grace. The church as a, an institution on earth is a glimpse, albeit imperfect, of the community of heaven, the community of God. Mm-hmm. And in that, while we exist on Earth, whatever injustices are happening on the Earth, and by, and by me saying, you know, there's, there's one race, the human race, it doesn't mean that there aren't injustices that happen. Clearly, there is. Right, right now, we're, you know, I mean, oh my gosh, we're seeing the anti-Semitism all across the world mm-hmm. with respect to what's going on with Israel and Hamas and, and in Gaza, and it just it, it sickens your stomach to see uh, so many of these protesters in, in our own cities, in our own country, cheering on the extermination of the Jewish people to this day. I mean, just... Yeah. And so we see these things, and, and so that, what we call racism, the Bible actually calls it partiality. Um, mm-hmm. And racism is an excuse for our hatred. It's a way that we try to justify our hatred of somebody mm-hmm. else, for, for whatever reason. It can be racism, sexism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the table of grace is this. We all have a dinner table, we all, you know, and, and we have maybe eight chairs around our, our dinner table, or six in our in our homes, and... We know our favorite foods that come to the table. We know the people who come to the table. And maybe we'll invite a few extra people instead of a few extra chairs. But just like our dinner tables at home, in our churches, we get used to where we sit. We get used to the type of food on the table, figuratively. Mm -hmm. We get used to the people we see, the people we invite, the type of people we invite. But what happens when God wants to invite someone else to our table? And what happens when that person has some uh, another dish they want to share on the table well it's hard for us that change is hard right we don't gosh mm-hmm. i mean when uh, when when churches change leadership when they have changes in congregation when it turns over from one generation to the next th- those are dangerous parts times for churches because we we don't do well with that kind of change yet that is exactly what god asks us to do over and over again god's a creator he's not an imitator every day is new he's going to bring new people new um, new backgrounds into our walks of life and hopefully into our communities of faith. Our challenge then is to demonstrate by by how we treat each other, how we love each other as we love Christ as we're commanded, that whatever injustice is going on out in the world, when you come into the to, to the family of believers, you have you have inherited a place, a seat at the table, and we call you brother or sister. You are a co heir in Christ. And we treat you and love you as such. And it doesn't matter what injustice goes on out, out, out there. Um, in here, we are together as co-heirs. And, and that's critical because for many people in many, in many cultures, in many countries, the community of faith is the only place where they are seen as an actual valuable human being. 
think uh, just think of the underground church in China or Cuba, right? So that's what I wanted to illustrate there, and that's the challenge we have as believers. Very well said. Appreciate that. So we have more to talk about with Andrew Southwick. He's uh, written the book More Than Reconciliation, Coming to the Table of Grace, which is published by Bold Vision Books, and you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. I am white American woman. I have not grown up around a lot of ethnic diversity, but I tend to use that word, and you tell me whether it's a good way of explaining it or not, but sometimes people come in that look very different from me, come into my church, uh, that look very different from me. So I typically ask them, just out of curiosity, because people are from all over the place nowadays, <laughs> they're mm-hmm. coming in from lots of different nations, I ask them, what is their ethnic background? Is that a good way of saying that or no? Well, I mean, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm, I'm black and white, for example. My father was black. My mom is white. I often get confused for Puerto Rican. Um, I, I have people come up to me and start speaking in Spanish. I don't speak a word of Spanish. It's just what I look like. And I, it doesn't bother me. And I don't think it bothers most people. Okay. But you mentioned something interesting there, and, I, and it's one of the points I, I raise in the book. This word diversity, it's so, again, it's another politically charged word that means something politically, and it means something else in terms of its mm. dictionary definition, right? Okay. But you, you mentioned, you know, how you're average white female whatever it is i think we need to do away to dispense with the idea that diversity means different skin color it doesn't always because some places there are more white people than black people some places there are more black people than white people or there are more brown people or there are more Mm -hmm, chinese or japanese or whatever it's really it's not about our color as much as it is our culture and in any community you will find varying cultures even if all the skin color is the same. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So the challenge then is this. We come from all of our different cultures, whether that's ethnic, whether that's community, whether it's tradition, whether it's our own family culture, all those are different aspects of culture in the world. We come together as a body of believers, uh-huh. and we form a new culture that is a Christ culture, so to speak. Uh-huh. It's, a new, it's, it's a different culture. It is a combination of, of, of what is good and pleasing to God from our human cultures, and it is also then, because we surrender to God, a rejection of those things in our culture that are simple. And so, and that makes a whole, a different culture that the world can't offer. That's where we, we can sit together as co-heirs. That's where we can, we can sing each other's songs and not be threatened by learning a new song or not be threatened mm-hmm. by singing an old song, um, because we are in a new culture that has a room for all things that are pleasing and acceptable to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think where we get confused is that we... We tend to put ourselves as the arbiters of what's acceptable for Christ because it's familiar to us when really maybe we need to look and say, okay, no, no, God, are you asking us to look differently or maybe to develop a new, a new culture or a new tradition here? Is this actually of you? Is it not? Or, or is my problem with this mainly that I'm uncomfortable? And, but being uncomfortable is much different than being uh, insane or having something uh, wrong. So I think uh, because we, especially, and I've seen a lot with, I mean, honestly, with with white people and white churches, when I when I uh, you know talk about the book or or, mm-hmm. or, um, or speak on it, they say, "Well, you know, gosh, we 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 want to help, but there's no black people in our town, you know, or something <laughs> like that." Right. And and I look, well, look, it's not about it's it's really not about the, the color of skin. That's that's the world's premise again. Mm-hmm. And I challenge them. You have different cultures right here in your community. It, it might end up being different skin color. It might not. Mm-hmm. But you have different cultures right here, and what you have to ask yourself. Uh, and again, we're now we're, we're we're assuming we're going to say that the cultures that that 
we are assimilating are acceptable to God, because obviously sin is a culture we don't accept at all. Right, right. So, um, barring that, um, what is the, what is the challenge for you to begin to adopt and assimilate new aspects of new cultures from your community? Hmm. Um, and what is what is prohibiting that in any way? What is helping that in other ways? And and that's really the challenge. That's that's what real that's what real quote unquote diversity is. Great. You know, that was just a wonderful way of uh, bringing to close our conversation already. <laughs> uh, very fast, 15 minutes today. But, um, Andrew, you're involved in a lot of different things. Uh, so tell our listeners uh, how they can get a copy of the book. But then um, in a brief explanation, tell us about this documentary movie that you're a part of. Okay, well, I'll do the documentary first. Uh, working on a documentary, we're in the funding phase right now, so we're raising funds for it. It's called Brotherhood. It is about a, uh, it's kind of a companion to the book, actually. It's about a former Ku Klux Klan Grand Dragon who later was saved uh, by Jesus Christ and is now actually the pastor in a predominantly black church, if you can believe that. <laughs> um, it's an incredible story. There's also another parallel story of a, of a black man whose brother was killed by white men who became very militantly prejudiced against white people who, again, Christ has transformed, and both of their paths come together in an incredible way that only Jesus could write the story. And what we wanted to tell in this story was show that it is Christ that transforms the hearts of people that, that breaks the chains of bondage from hate and sin. It's called Brotherhood. Um, you can find information on that. You can find the book, More Than Reconciliation. You can also find my children's book, Timmy's Special Song. I wrote that to help parents teach their kids about their identity in Christ. Um, you can find all these things on Sodo Media Productions. So that's S-O-D-O Media Productions. S-O-D-O Media Productions.com. Uh, that's my media company, our website there. Everything you need is there. You can also find information on my weekly show that airs on Beck News Network, B-E-K News Network, Culture Crossroads. Thank you so much. So as a final reminder, the book today, More Than Reconciliation, Coming to the Table of Grace, written by Andrew Southwick and published by Bold Vision Books. Andrew, thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Roberta. And if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can now listen to it on your favorite podcast platform or through KNEO.org. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join me again next time. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings.